Welcome to Venture Together. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Aaron. Join us as we do life, business, and love together. Not only are Aaron and I married, we run a business together. So we get the opportunity to spend time both as business partners and husband and wife. And those things overlap on a very consistent daily basis. So we thought it'd be fun to go over a shared list of qualities that we believe an ideal partner would have both in business and in life. And Kelsey crushes these these five traits, and we're going to jump right into them. The first one, Kelsey, you get to start out this little list right here. I'll start it out. My first one, I would say, is trusted advisor, both in business and in relationships. other person you're married to is your significant other, you need to and should trust them implicitly. But a big part of that is genuinely respecting their opinion. I know that even when I'm making minor decisions, I like to run them past Aaron, at least as a sounding board to say, what do you think about this? What's your gut reaction to that? Aaron's an internal optimist. So sometimes it's an automatic, that's great. (laughs) Not always. (laughs) But I genuinely trust and value his opinion, even when it's different from mine. Um, And so in a more personal relationship, even if we disagree on things, I still respect his opinion, whether or not I agree with it. And I think that's really important for having a healthy relationship is you can have a genuine difference in opinion, but still love and respect the other person. Right. And I think trust is the foundation of every relationship, whether it's anything in business and life as a partner you have to completely implicitly completely trust each other and know that you always have each other's back that's definitely it's a good number one Kelsey. is a great way to start so then mine i so for number two i would say this will not be surprising to people out there but uplifter someone that's encouraging they push you to keep going they tell you what you need to hear even if you don't always want to hear it that's someone that's kind of like a cheerleader they're always in your corner saying doing a great job at this you could do even better i mean i think everyone needs someone that's uplifting them and kind of helping them be the 110 percent version of themselves i like to use that saying in class just become the 110 percent version of yourself become a shark keep getting better i think uplifter is a huge trait to have in business and in life and kelsey's great at that for me i think you very much so live and breathe the uplifter oh, yeah. spirit. I love it. Um, for those of you that ever watched How I Met Your Mother, what was that guy's name? Marshall. 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 Marshall is an internal optimist just like Aaron, and so they would tease him that Marshall's stamp of approval was not worth a lot no. because no matter what he said, it was great and wonderful and <laughs> awesome. And that is Aaron to his core, which is who you want by your side in life and in business Um, because especially in business you know there's this really big ebb and flow and there's some image on Instagram I've seen many times where it's like the life of an entrepreneur that your mental stability on a day-to-day basis even hourly basis can go from high to low really quickly because you can be like oh my gosh the business is so great we're doing so well And then the next hour, you're like, oh my gosh, what if this goes wrong? Everything's going to close. This is going to be terrible. And so you need a person that's always there being like, you know what? If something bad happens, it's all good. It will all work out. We're here for it. 
and we're excited about it. Oh, you're totally right. Because there's always unpredictable things like, say, the humidifier goes out or say the heat goes out. You always need someone that's going to say, you know what, at least we're saving money right now on the heat. It's good to always have someone that can be an eternal optimist and help you see the good in things for sure. And that also goes back to the fact that we may not all know what our greatest qualities are. And so we want our partner, business partner, significant other to bring those qualities out. So you need someone who's encouraging who your core values are and your greatest qualities are and maybe bringing them more to the surface than you otherwise would. Right. The next quality we came up with was being a visionary. You. This one is super important to me. Um, Aaron and I have a regular and consistent conversations about what does the future look like for us personally and in business, probably almost on a daily basis. Um, And it changes, of course, day to day, different opportunities come up. What if we try this? What if this happens? But we have the same vision for our future, which is number one for our personal relationship that we will always be together. That's important to us. And um, when we're looking at our business, where do we want to grow? What do we see as the end game? What are some opportunities we can accomplish? And also, do you share the same core values? Um, You know, a lot of times people will ask us, are you going to have kids? When are you going to have kids? And... My normal answer is, I don't know. Life is good where we're at right now, and that may change tomorrow or next week. And it might change for Aaron tomorrow or next week, but we'll always be on the same page and we'll always communicate about it. Well, that's huge. I think visionary is such a big word. When you say visionary, you think of like Steve Jobs, someone that casts vision that kind of points the ship in the right direction and helps you know exactly where you're going. We, you're right, we do that seriously multiple times a day. We say, I mean, we're very specific about it too. Smart goals, specific, measurable. I mean, we say, when do we want to retire? Do we want to retire? I mean, we, I'm not kidding. We write that kind of stuff down. We journal about it. We are completely on, this, on the same page, maybe to the point of an extreme. I mean, I've gotten a little bit obsessive about this 401k thing and planning for the future and being like that just because I have a certain age that I would love, the, a goal age to retire at with Kelsey and Maui. And, you know, we're getting that specific that at age 48, you know what, I'd love to have a home paid off in Maui where we live there part of the time. We live in Rapid, do real estate, soul vibe. We get that specific that if you have a vision out there, if you visualize what you want, it makes it a whole lot easier to go get it. Otherwise, you're just kind of shooting at nothing, hoping that you that you land where you want to be. I mean, a goal without a plan is just a wish. That's a that's a quote that I love. So you have to have goals, you have to have a vision and a path and a way to get there. And I think what is also true is that obviously there's a lot of research on the value of writing down your dreams and goals and life's missions and those sorts of things that it's just as important to communicate those dreams with your partner so that you're on the same page, whether those goals are personal or professional or whatever it is then your partner can help you achieve those goals. Secondly, um, I think this kind of goes in that, that same realm, same issue, is that when you're in a relationship or uh, 
in a business relationship, however it's presented. There are times when your partner's making decisions maybe for you or for the both of you that you may not get an opportunity to have input in. And so having a same, the same clear vision, you can always assume that your partner has your best interest. That, okay, maybe I don't necessarily agree with the route you took to make that decision or the decision you actually made, but I know that you're always looking out for my best interests. Yep. And Aaron and I listened to some podcasts. It was a long time ago. We were traveling back from somewhere. And Juliana Huff oh, yeah. and her hubby. Um, the hockey player guy. That guy yeah. was cool. When they get in fights, something they always say to each other is same team. Like we're on the same team. So even if we're disagreeing, if, even if we're mad at each other, we always know that we're looking out for each other. And at the end of the day, we are on the same team. I like that. And it also kind of separates you from the fight. And kind of like, hey, we're on the same team. This thing, we got a little bit emotional here. But we're separate from that. Let's figure out how to fix it. I really like, you're right. That was a good, that was an Ed Milet podcast. Shout out to him. It's probably about a year ago. I remember that one. That was great. I would highly recommend that one. All right. So the next one, we chose sculptor. So for one, Kelsey teaches sculpt, so that's very fitting. Great <laughs> sculpt teacher, high yoga sculpt, go check it out. She teaches that. And a sculptor we kind of see as a coach, someone that tells you what you need to hear, someone that says, hey, I mean, you picture like a Bill Belichick type, like general helping you get better. Hey, you need to lift your arm up a little bit higher when you throw the ball. Hey, when you're teaching class, maybe your voice is too quiet or your music's too loud. It's just someone that has your back as a coach, helping sculpt and mold you into the best version you could be. I think everybody needs a sculptor. And everybody needs someone that, I mean, is going to tell them exact brutal honest. I mean, be brutally honest with them and say, you know, this is where you could improve. This is what you're good at right now. But if you don't have a coach, if you, if you don't have someone helping you get better, you're just you're going to stay the same forever. And your partner should want you to become the best version of yourself. And so if you're not living up to your potential, you want a partner that's saying to you, like, you're kind of slacking here. You're, you know, you're not living up to your potential. Not being a shark, you're being a little goldfish. I mean, you want someone that tells you that. You need to hear that. And you want, you should really want that in your life, in my opinion. I totally agree with that. I think if you have someone that's letting you run the status quo and not get better, that's a problem. Because before you know it, you're... 480 pounds sitting on the couch eating Doritos. You don't want that. Yeah. I know for me, I I really appreciate feedback. And I think that's consistent with our generation, you know, the millennials who get a lot of bad, bad press. But that's something from their employers that they really seek out. They value feedback, um, even if it's negative, because we want to improve. And I know for myself, even with if I get done teaching a class that Aaron comes yeah. to, I always say, What'd you like? What didn't you like? What can I improve? What did I do wrong? And right. I I genuinely want to hear that. Well, I honestly think that's a characteristic of the elite. That's a characteristic of the best players. And even going back to, if you go back to sports, if you're playing a game on a scoreboard and you're losing, <laughs> that's how you know that it's time to adjust. I mean, otherwise you're in the game of life. If there's no scoreboard, how are you ever going to know if, if you can improve, how you can get better? So I honestly think that you need to have, you need it. So how do you think 
both in, you know, a romantic relationship, maybe even a friendship or in a business relationship that the other person can give meaningful advice without it coming off as being critical or negative. I think it has to come from a place of love. And I think you have to, I mean, not be soft about it, but you have to understand that it's coming from a place of love. So if you're saying, hey, you did good in this class this way, everything is how you present it. In sales, that's how it is too. It's how you say it. If you say, hey, that class sucked. I mean, if you you talk to someone like that, that is not going to be well received. But if you say, you did great with the music, you did really good here, Here's your form is good here, but an opportunity to improve might be right here. And if you're, the way you present, you know your spouse, you know your partner, you know if they can take it. You can, to me, directly say, hey, music's too loud and that's not going to hurt my feelings. So it's, a lot of it's honestly, number one rule in marketing and sales also is know your audience. If you know the person can handle very direct critical feedback like I can, which I like, so I, I can live real time in the middle of class if someone yells something I can adjust right then doesn't hurt my feelings but not everybody's like that some people might need more kid gloves maybe kind of like here you did great here but here's a small way to improve and I think it's doing it out of love and knowing your audience I think those are the big things in that well and what we didn't list as an item although we find it to be one of the most important things it just wasn't fitting into our list but if we were going to add an extra one what we would add is communication, um, which is the key in any meaningful relationship. And I think that's what Aaron's alluding to is how you communicate with your spouse, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your friend, or your business partner is so important. Um, And it comes back to that quality of being a visionary is that do you have the same interest are you looking do you have each other's backs and do you know that otherwise are you questioning your partner do you trust your partner um i think that's where things can really break down that's great that's great feedback right there our last one last but not least it's so important it is so important i agree with that um is you just want to have a friend oh yeah just like wally right here a little man's best friend a little puppy is laying right here you need a business partner that you can have fun with that you enjoy spending time with because at the end of the day you're going to be spending a lot of time together if you're in business (laughs) together you are married to each other and it's a lot easier to forgive your spouse because you have to go to bed next to them at nighttime but sometimes it's harder to forgive someone um, else so if you go into business business with anyone make sure you're friends first um, that you can laugh that you enjoy spending time together right and you have mutual respect for i mean you have respect for each other's like we keep saying vision goals you have complete respect and trust in each other and like you said if you're going to be in business with someone or in a relationship or a marriage it's important to actually like them it's important to be friends with them i mean you don't want to force anything like this you don't want to force a marriage you don't want to force a partnership it has to be you have to be friends you really do at the end of the day you're going to be spending hours and hours we do both we're literally both of these things together Best friend, actually more than two things. Best friends, partners, travel buddies, all that, spouses. So we obviously, I mean, of course we have fights, everybody has fights, but you really, at the end of the day, 
You have to have the same vision, the same goals, and that's how you can make any relationship work is laughing off the hard times and loving on and appreciating the good times and doing life together in the best way you know how. Absolutely. I think it comes back to, again, I think the visionary thing just keeps popping in my mind. If you're in a relationship with someone, um, especially someone that's like an entrepreneur that kind of has a non... um, Conformist. Yeah, or just like a non-normal, not a nine-to-five employee. um, You really have to appreciate and understand how an entrepreneur kind of functions because there's a lot of times that Aaron and I will be sitting at dinner and Aaron will get a text or I'll get a text or we'll get a message on Facebook and Instagram. Oh, I got to respond to this quick so-and-so message about class tomorrow. And I know that we're on the same team. We're doing, we know the purpose behind it. But if I, if we were married or in a relationship and every time we went to dinner, you pulled out your phone and were worried about a business rather than the quality time that we were spending together, that would be hard. So um, it's definitely another consideration of a relationship that you understand and respect each other's professional uh, responsibilities and things that go on. And You're totally right. That's something that I don't even put a lot of thought into. It's because we both, you're right, if you start at the very top with the same vision, it's not going to hurt your feelings. You're not going to say, ooh, this person is being rude sitting here on their phone while we're sitting at tallies or whatever. Because we both know, I know that if she's on that phone doing a Facebook post or responding to a Facebook message, it's part of our overall vision. It's part of our overall goal. So that's that's a good point, Kel. And a lot of it is communicating that. So even us doing this podcast, talking like this, then you realize it even more. Just being intentional. Intentionality is huge with everything. But being intentional with hey, this is dinner time. We might have to look at our phones every once in a while, but communicating that and making sure that we know we're on the same page. So do you think we balance or separate business and relationship? I would say that these things are kind of (laughs) interconnected for us. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's not a lot of separation. There's not a lot of like, okay, now the phone's off. We're not going to talk about soul vibe. It's kind of like we're talking about our podcast or talk about new house or we kind of, like our lives have kind of blended into which honestly was like the number one goal. Like I don't yeah. like even my job, even my sales job, I enjoy it. All of this kind of it's all growth, it's all shark mindset. I say that all the time, but it's all kind of just blended together. I don't know, what do you think? Yeah. Well, I, I think it's it's definitely the dream that our I have a partner that has the same professional goals as I do, who has the same dreams that I do and dreams as big as I do or as small as I do whatever the case is that we're on the same page and we do it all together I love you babe that's nice